This is the EMG Podcast. I'm Maddie G here again with Tom, my man, my partner, the myth, the legend. I'm here, people. The ledge. I'm here, my man, Maddie G. This time, uh, this time, Tom and I decided that we were going to discuss uh, some things to consider while planning your reception. You know, you've uh, you've you've got the right person. Maybe you already have the venue. Step one. Step up. Uh, step one. Big, checked. Biggest step. Biggest step. You got engaged. Step two. Possibly got some real nice jewelry out of the deal. You know. Depends on which side of the fence you're on, man. Hey, I, I did not get jewelry in the beginning. I didn't either. Mm. But we do have some things to consider while planning your reception. Uh, we do have five each again. I got to say, I had a harder time putting these in order than I did last time. I feel like everything is important. Yeah, I did too. And oh, just to give the backstory, like we took budget off the table. It's always going to be right. like a topic of conversation. So we were like, hey, let's just take budget out of the equation just because it's so easy to talk about. Mm-hmm. We can like kind of get lost in the rabbit hole of that, right? So... It, I had a hard time. What I struggled with was like keeping it general or like localizing it a little bit more. Yeah, I feel with my like, certain points. So I think I hit kind of both sides of the spectrum. Same. I'm, I'm a roller coaster here. Some things are super tight and specific. Some things are, are super general. But but just some things to consider. Okay. You want to start number five or I I, I okay. Should we rocks paper scissors again? That worked out well last yeah, time. Yeah, this is a thing. All right. Okay. Rocks paper scissors shoot. I win. You get to start this time. All right. I'm going to go first. My number five, super simple. Keep it simple. Start a wedding binder and make a joint email account. Seems a little oversimplified, but hear me out, right? The binder, for instance, can keep all of your contracts with uh, uh, wedding vendors together. So you all have it in all in one spot. Maybe you have checklists or questions that you want to ask your vendors. We went over that a little bit mm-hmm. last time. Uh, the joint email account, I'm a huge proponent of just because it centralizes everything and kind of limits your your, your personal stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, you can limit your spam kind of if you want to or just anything <laughs> wedding related, just be straight up in one inbox, keep it all organized. Uh, I have a little OCD. Everybody here can probably tell you that. So I'm a huge proponent of that. I, I, I like it. We... Uh we misplaced our wedding binder for like two days and you would think the world was going to end. Uh, no, it, it's super important. Was it's, it under the bed? No, 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 no. It got like put in, in a drawer in the kitchen. Yes. It's, it's, it's a mess, but no, that's, that's, that's great. As a matter of fact, I think uh, your, your number five blows my whole list out of the water right now. I think, I think I went a little bit too finite. Um, my, my number five was considering outside distractions uh, depending give, me, on give me an example. The kind of party you want to have. If, if you want to have a, a nonstop dance party where all of your guests are on the floor, uh, having a venue where you're going to um, have the photo booth in a different room or dessert gets served in a different room. You and I last year recently worked a wedding where we were on beautiful grounds at a beautiful place on a beautiful day. And they had giant Jenga and giant checkers and beanbags outside. Ah, that and was a lot of fun, though. It was fun, but we had an <laughs> awful lot of guests outside doing you're outside right. activities. So, you're right. yep. so you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna have the party where you want all your guests dancing and centralized on the dance floor, uh, you know, keep in mind if you're gonna have outside distractions with the room. Very good point. Very good point. Even even within the room, I could say, if it, like we talked about venues in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Bars inside room versus outside uh, room, things like that. I, I think it's a great, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, I, we'll, we'll go snake again. I'll do yeah, four do and snake. then you'll four Let's and three. Yeah. Um, 
for me, this is this is a big one. You know, the 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 paradigm's definitely shifting. Uh, garter and bouquet have become a, a big thing that people are, are a little bit nervous discussing, and they also think that they're not mutually exclusive. I have I have a lot of brides who maybe want to throw the bouquet. They want that photo, that fun moment, but they think it's tied into garter. And you know, doing the garter might not be their cup of tea. Um, definitely something to think about before you know, you get going because that's just, it's another piece in the puzzle of your reception. It's nice to have a game plan and also know that the two don't have to be intertwined. You can do one without the other. I like it. Definitely something to consider. I went a little more general with my number four. I feel like it's something that uh, a lot of couples struggle with, especially because everybody knows somebody, right? Consider the doing business with friends option. Mm. And let me, let me tell, cause there, I, I can make arguments for and against each each side, right? So like, I, I mean, I've done a ton of friends' weddings, mm-hmm. a ton. But I put, I know for a fact, I put my heart and soul and energy and I eat, sleep and breathe this industry. A lot of times when you do, you, why I can see the other side of it is like, ah, maybe I don't want to do business with friends is maybe they don't do it full time or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they're not fully insured or properly, um, just like, just from a, like an insurance policy type of standpoint. I mean, if it's something I, I could see both sides, like I said, like if you, if you have a friend that is gung ho, they, they, that's all they do versus a friend that like just maybe DJs on the side or does photography on the side or something like that. Yeah. Maybe you want to consider your pros and cons on something like that. Absolutely. You know, uh, if, if you do have a part-time friend, there's lots of options, you know, you could always have them put their, put their stamp on, on your engagement party or something like that. But, but right. the, the big show, yeah, definitely yeah. going, going professional is the way to go. Cool. Excellent. You got to share your four, don't you? Four was my garden bouquet. You're oh, on garden bouquet. We're, okay. We're, right. We're doing, we're losing doing track already, man. <laughs> All right. So number three, you just said it. Engagement party. Ah. Consider throwing an engagement party for a couple of reasons. One, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Two, I, I mean, I say if, if, you're, if your family, like say both sides of the families haven't met yet, it's a good opportunity to have both of your extended families meet, oh, yeah. get acquainted, they get a little comfortable with each other before the wedding, mm-hmm. right? So that it's a familiar face by the time you guys are, are getting together for the wedding day. Number two, uh, you can test run vendors you're considering. On a smaller scale. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, if you have a, a, a DJ you're considering or, or a photo. That's a great um, Flowers, wh- whatever it might be. Event coordinator. It could be anything. You can usually save yourself a couple bucks because it's not as uh, time consuming or, mm-hmm. or whatever. It's, a, it's a, like I said, a, a test run smaller scale. It can be a bit more casual. And you can make your judgment call from there. You know, if it's somebody you want to work with for your wedding day on the most important day of your life, cool. If not, now you know. The process of elimination. Number three, nice and easy, gifts. Take them all. You know, people are going to bring you gifts, cards with them, you know, money in them, whatever it is. Take all the gifts. I, yeah, that's I, that's mind-blowing. That's a great one. That that never even ran through. Yeah, especially vetting talent. Yeah. Awesome. I know I did that for sure, so that's why I, I had it on my list there, so... Wow, I, I like I like that you know we we have a little bit of different in our list. Mine are kind of inside the reception. Yeah. Yours are really getting ready for it. Yeah, My, so we're uh, giving everybody like a broad broad scope of everything so, of what they can do. Some before and some after. Hey, yeah. Um, my number three was uh, photo ops. Make make sure you have those in order. Know what you want to do before the day. Um, organizing a lot of people can take a lot of time. If you've got a large family or you want to do table shots, which take an eternity. 
Those are the kinds of things you need to discuss in game plan first, not just with your photographer, but also with your mater D, your entertainment, whoever it might be. You know, if you have a full band and all of a sudden you're going to have to clear the dance floor for 10 minutes to do family shots in the middle of the reception, you know, that's eight members of a band that need to know what's going on or two or three people on a DJ staff. So, you know, taking care of your photo ops prior to the day and letting everybody involved know what's going on is kind of an important thing. Keep everyone on the same page. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, simple, straight to the point. Um, <clears throat> my number two is keep in mind the size of your bridal party. Um, yes, you know, if, expand if you, on that. Tell the people. Well, for me, it's a lot of the agree. planning. It's it's a lot of the planning. You know, when when you're having your bridal party introduced, if you have you know six, seven, eight, or more. Uh, groups with your bridal party, you know, having an individual song for each group that walk out, it, it sounds like somebody's tuning a radio. You know, mm-hmm. you get yep. you get twelve or fifteen seconds of a song, bang, next song, bang, next song. Uh, you know, if you've got three or four groups and and a real special song for each group that means something, by all means, go right ahead. You start getting into twelve and fourteen songs for introductions. It sounds jumbled. Uh, that being said, also, you know, thinking of first and last names, if a majority of your guests know the people involved, leaving last names out keeps things from being jumbled. The MC isn't talking over the introduction as much. The people get more of a spotlight. It's also more of a casual feel in the reception. I was just going to say, it makes it a little more personal that way. Exactly. And, yeah. and and also, you know, if you have a friend who who's David to, you know, his mom and dad, but he's gone by Bud his whole life, you know, yeah. throwing a nickname into his introduction for the reception is something that, you know, it, it, it it's like you said, it makes everybody feel a little bit more comfortable, a little bit and more at casual. home. Yeah. yeah. Th- that kind of goes with your photo ops too. Mm-hmm. Like, if, I mean, you can schedule it around that, but uh, so what's the, uh, what's the largest bridal party you've done or have you seen? Just recently, uh, I had 22 groups that I had to introduce, including uh, parents, bridal party and bride and groom. That's pretty heavy. It was, and we had additions the week of, and they all had songs. Don't do that to your entertainers. If everyone has an individual song, get that list in order. Yeah, for sure. What's your largest? I, I, it was somewhere around, I think it was like 13 or 14 on each side, like including oh, parents and, and bridal party. Huge. Massive. Like that's a, that's a lot of people. Yeah. But you know what? You stay organized and, and you, you power through it. Absolutely. Cool. So I'm a, I'm on my number two, right? Uh, I'm a huge pro- proponent of of awesome vendors working with really really good people. I know I always suggest to all of my couples that I get to work with, and just you know I'm sure you do the same thing. I can't tell you how comfortable it is knowing, you know, you can show up that day and not have to stress about anything. So my number two is put together an amazing vendor team. Mm. Work with people that you trust that you trust a hundred percent in their craft to show up, do a good job and execute exactly what you asked them to do. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. I think that goes back. Like you said, last list that goes back to your it factor. If, if you know that your vendor has the, it has the spark for their job, you're not going to have to worry about the details you've gone over for the past six months or a year. Right. And it's a lot of times it's just like a personal trust thing, Mm -hmm. you know, something that you hit, hit, like I, like we always talk about budget's going to be important, but it could be as much or as simple as just, hey, I really like this per- person and I just, I respect their work. I love their work or I just really like them as an individual and I, I think they're a good fit for me and what I want them to do. 
having having that level of comfort going into your there, there's enough things that are going to stress you out things always pop up day of faith in your vendors is definitely something that, yeah. that I agree with yeah I, I always suggest look you want to show up the, the the end goal is to show up and not have to micromanage a thing uh, yeah. right you want you want to be able to just enjoy a, a mm-hmm. reception goes pretty quick whether you're getting married on site or you're not the day goes quickly as a, as a whole very yeah Let's hear your number one. My number one, uh, I literally, I just boiled it down to my, this is my absolute, I don't see it ever changing of my number one piece of advice that you can, I can tell someone. Don't try to make everyone happy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. It, first of all, I'll tell you right now, it's impossible. It never works. It never works. You're going to have a lot of people throwing in their two cents, mm-hmm. right? Do you? Big time. That's all I can say. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. You know, you're going to get a lot of outside influence and, and listening to some people give advice all day long. But if somebody else puts their foot down on your day, the best bet is to just stay your course. Do, yeah. do what you're going to do because someone somewhere is going to have something to say about it. And as long as you're happy that day, I think that's all that matters. Yeah, I agree. I like it. Um, makes my number one seem a little weird. Like like I said, I had a hard time putting these in order because they're just all pieces of advice. But I have found that more often than not, things can go a little sideways the day of due to seating chart. Oh. Uh, you know, you, you've got... You've got grandma and grandpa or aunts and uncles who, huge who might not be dancing. They might want to have that family reunion feel. Keep in mind, you're having guests at your wedding that haven't seen other people that will be at that wedding in quite some time. It's a social thing, not just dancing. So, you know, putting the people who are going to sit and chat during the day right next to the speakers might not be the best move. You know, if you know your friends are going to be up at the bar or dancing the whole time, put them at those tables that are going to be right next to your entertainment where it's going to be a little bit less. Louder. Also, uh, it went back to size of party when we were talking about room. Make sure that if you're going to have a grand entrance, you have the space for it. So, you know, not just not putting certain people together or putting certain people together, but where those tables are located, I think is pretty big. Yeah. And putting the right people together at the same table oh, can yeah. always be a struggle too, right? You have different family dynamics. It's a, it feel like that's always something that you do a little bit closer to the wedding mm-hmm. uh, anyway. So, um, for, that's a great suggestion. That that can also circle yeah. back to what you were saying about the engagement party. You know, certain people might make fast friendships. You you put them together the day of the wedding because they might not get a chance to hang out too often. Great point. Great point. Everyone, thank you so much for listening in. That was episode two. Tune in next time. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.